Are you overwhelmed and stressed about starting the 2020 school year? Or maybe you have just begun the school year like we have, and you're wondering how you'll ever navigate through this current situation? Well, join us as we discuss three successful ways to begin your virtual or homeschool year. Welcome to the My Spectrum Life podcast. My name is Jessica. I'm an autism mom and a virtual public school learning coach to my kids. Uh, tonight, we're going to be talking about that. So I thought I'd let you know that that's actually part of what I do. <laughs> With me is my co-host, Kelsey. Hi, Kelsey. Hey, how are you doing? Doing great. Good. Um, so I'm Kelsey. I'm an registered behavior technician, but I'm also a SPED teacher. And today was our first day of virtual school for our, our school district. How did it go? Actually surprising really well. Um, wow. Kids are actually technology savvy to yeah. believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, let's jump right into this, uh, the three successful ways that we um, have put together as ways to begin your uh, the school year, whether it's a temporary virtual setting or it's a virtual learning situation like mine with my kids. So it's going to be that way all year um, <laughs> because we do the virtual t uh, public school or you homeschool. Uh, Kelsey, what would you say is the very first thing people need to do to be successful this year? Um, you need to go ahead and pay attention to your virtual classroom rules, um, meaning get help and ask for your teachers. So ask your teachers if you need any kind of clarification. We're here with you 24-7. Um, I know as a teacher today, I was video chatting and getting everybody signed on and just being there for the parents. So the more you communicate with the parents and the teachers, the more successful your child's going to be. Um, and then teachers will have a set of normal rules for them um, to like, for example, which we'll go into the rules, but there is a set of rules that you would do for virtual and just kind of pay attention to those rules and what the teacher expects. Um, also know the appropriate times to contact your teachers. Yes. Um, don't call like at 7.30 when class is starting, starting to start at 8. Know their contact hours and teachers will provide those contact hours. Mine is actually from 7.30 to 4 um, because sometimes some of my kiddos do need help getting on prior. Um, right. But there are times and kind of pay attention to this because the p teachers are not going to um, stop their live teaching to answer a phone call. This is so true. Um, and then the next one, speaking of which, if your Wi-Fi goes out, um, set up an appointment, like let the teachers know and watch the recorded lessons. In our district, we have to record our lessons. Um, so there will be time to go back and watch the recorded lessons, as well as I had a couple of parents email to me today saying, hey, Wi-Fi is out. What is hit their classwork? that I can do in the meantime. And so I still um, I still made them present because they were contacting me and kind of let me know what's going on. Um, so there's a couple that's, for that's you. Some good uh, things uh, that's actually kind of the same for the virtual, like your long 
uh, setting because, you know, we are always told email the teachers if something goes wrong. They have their set of rules for inside the classroom. Um, even if it's a virtual setting, they have uh, a rule. They have their hours set as well. And uh, they also want us just to email and not to try to call or text <laughs> or anything right. during the middle of a lesson. Um, now, for homeschool, I would say that go ahead and make up some rules for your homeschool time for that set of times your set of expectations so you know from this from 11 to 12 we're going to be doing this class and you really need to be focusing and on that material or if as a parent you have to step away and you know you have to be on phone calls or something uh, for a set period of time and the kids have their homework to do okay I'm on a phone call don't bug me you know not to interrupt me while I'm on the phone but you can do your homework or you can wait and you know if it's something like they can't proceed with their homework they can always pick up a book and read the book <laughs> so you know set those expectations and those rules and go ahead and post them so that the kids can refer to them um, and you know just reiterate them if the child is too young and can't read the rules quite yet um, so we want to know what is one of your rules that has really helped you out um, something that we may not have said and what will you begin to implement about some of the things we've suggested for your classroom rules homeschool or virtual rules um, go ahead and you know let us know what that might be in the chat and uh, we'll we'd love to hear that um, next we have um, oh yeah I have to scroll that down sorry classroom etiquette oh my goodness yes this is a big one isn't it it is um, it is I know that okay so for my kids in their environment they have a classroom chat because they're using the program Adobe Connect okay and so the teacher has a chat pod and they can leave it there or they can remove it so don't spam the chat ever <laughs> now that includes things like don't give your gamer tags right don't give your personal information. Don't hit the exclamation point a bajillion times <laughs> or a single letter the bajillion times. Uh, don't use a bunch of emojis because that is going to slow down the connection. <laughs> you know, there's just, you know, anything just, I mean, you wouldn't think about it. If your kid, if you are a student and you are and you're doing virtual school, if you've ever been in a brick and mortar school, would you sit there and yell out your gamer tag? No. If somebody did that in your classroom, what would happen? Um, they would get a consequence <laughs> or a warning. Exactly. So let's so, not do that. Nope. Um, now, with our program, there is a little icon that gives you some selections, and you can raise your hand. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it does it for you, but I know that teachers have told uh, my children only do that once because what happens is it sits there and it dings and dings and dings and dings and uh, it's just really annoying while they're teaching. Actually, we use Microsoft Teams and Microsoft Teams, if you raise the hand and then you click it again, it goes away. So they can only click it once and today actually went really well and they waited. So once you raise your hand and you only click it once, wait for your name to get called. 
And that helps out a lot because then you're not going to have a whole bunch of students going, answering all at once. <laughs> exactly. Because, oh, when that happens, this just the noise can be ridiculous. Yeah. It's just absolutely ridiculous and overwhelming and, and loud. Right. Um, and yeah, I've, I've heard it gets overwhelmingly loud on my kids' uh, classrooms before. And it was just, it was annoying. And it was like, ah myself and I was sitting you know six to ten feet away from them so yeah that's let's not do that <laughs> another thing um, if you're in a program that you can now I know that like in Adobe Connect a student cannot just take over the program uh, what about Microsoft Teams? Can they do something about taking over the lesson or the board or something like that? They can. Um, we as teachers just recently learned how to be able to control that, um, but not, not unless you're technology savvy because it's actually very mm -hmm. difficult. Um, but a lot of times they can take over and like delete the teacher's PowerPoint off their screen and oh, no. like totally take control. So please don't take control. If you have a question, again, just kind of raise your hand or maybe type it or, you know, ask mm -hmm. if you can go back instead of just taking control. Um, that's just part of that classroom etiquette. Let the presenter be the presenter. Well, and and always, I mean, in the in the classroom, if you're sitting in a brick and mortar and you raise your hand and the teacher doesn't call on you, the teacher will usually tell you to put your hand down and or say something about I'll speak to you later. So you got to understand that if they don't call on you right away, maybe it's a why don't you email me that question if you if your question doesn't get answered, always email the question mm -hmm. to the teacher and they'll be more than happy to answer. Oh yeah, big time. Definitely. What about those on camera rules? <laughs> um <laughs> if you're on camera, um kind of prepare your student um, or your child to be properly dressed. Um, not only does it put them in the right mind frame to say, oh, I'm ready for school. Um, make sure they're not in their PJs. Um, as you can tell, we're properly dressed. You have something nice in the background and the background is appropriately. You're not um, laying on a bed. You're not in your PJs. Um, and just, again, it just kind of, when they're properly dressed, it sets them for their day, right? It's all about setting that tone. And I noticed that all my kids who are dressed today, they were ready to focus. They were ready to go to school today. So if you can just get them dressed up and ready and out of their PJs and setting that tone for them, they're going to be more prepared for school. Right, right. And, you know, uh, for homeschool and virtual, what I would say is that, you know, in the virtual public school, you don't necessarily have a live lesson the whole time. You're not on a camera with your with the teacher the whole time. You right. have coursework to do. But during the time when you're doing that coursework, make sure that your kids understand, your kiddos understand that it's time to work on that coursework, not to like barge in and say something over the other kid, uh, a brother or sister, you know, siblings or what have you. Uh, but to you know take turns just like you would do in a classroom setting uh, don't be afraid to refer the kids back to the rules that you've posted um, right. one of the things that i have done i have used so much um, i will have things that i want the kids my two to look at i will run it through the laminator and put <laughs> it up on the wall you can get a great 35 dollar laminator and some sheets and you can laminate and laminate and laminate anything that's going to come out of your printer right. cut it you know and it helps 
it helps to have that visual reminder. And that's not only for your autistic uh, kids that are on the spectrum, but it's for any kid. Uh, having right. that reminder in front of them so that they know and can see what's going on and what's expected of them is going to be so helpful. So go ahead and refer them back to those rules and make sure that you have that reminder there for them. Um, so we want to know what other classroom etiquette ideas have you implemented or do you have? Um, I know there, there's way more than just the therefore that we have, right? <laughs> Right, there is more. <laughs> so, yeah, let us know. Um, drop us a line and uh, we'd love to hear from you or put it in the chat for us right now. We'd, we'd love to see that. The third tip that we have is to set up the environment. What what do you have for that? Let's see, what do you think? I, I have a couple. I'll let you go for it um. first. <laughs> what you can do is again set up that designated spot. Um, make sure they're free of just like distractions, um, which kind of goes in setting that designated spot because um, make sure they're like backs to any other body. So the only focus that you have is focusing on you. That could be a kitchen table. Um, that can be maybe a desk in their room or right. a little small chair in their room or something along those lines, even a card table, like you can do a card table that they can sit on, but it's away from all their siblings and they're away from um, any kind of distractions. And if you have to have um, one of the things that I, one of the first mistakes I'll tell you that I made last year. Um, I had both of my kids mm -hmm. and uh, we had to move like two or three days after the technic, you know, the school year began in South Carolina. And then it took us a while to go ahead and get everything transitioned to Tennessee. And so, you know, it was really stressful for us. And when we first got to Tennessee, because we had to wait for our house to sell, and um, we were living with my husband's parents and the only thing that we had that best place for us to do school was at a dining room table well i tried to put the kids next to each other <laughs> no. that didn't work they were you know slapping each other or there's too much room or he has uh his stuff is hitting my stuff that kind of stuff so i had to finally put them at either end and they were looking at each other and there were days that I, you know, that, oh, he's looking at me funny, you know, so I would have to sometimes when it came to tests and stuff, send one of the kids out to go read a book somewhere else. And I had a thought as we're, as I was preparing for the show today that I really wish I would have had last year, go to the Dollar Tree and get one of those uh, presentation boards or go to Hobby Lobby to get the cardboard or the uh, foam core presentation boards and set that in the middle of the table. <laughs> you know, anything else that would have been so helpful had I thought of that last year. Right. So, so don't make the mistake that I did. Um, you know, do something like that to get that. And I know and understand that sometimes, you know, if you've been just dropped into this virtual environment and you don't have a designated area, not all of us can clear out a room or have a guest room that we can throw a couple of desks in or things in and say, okay, this is my schoolroom area. So take some painter's tape 
and put it on the floor because it's not going to make some it's not going to mess up anything until they understand that when they enter that area whether it's the end of the table whether it's a desk somewhere when they understand when your kiddos start to understand that okay i'm coming into the school area i need to be ready to learn and pay attention to my live lessons to my homework and get things done until they understand that put that blue painters tape on the floor so that they know that when they cross that blue painters tape okay i'm in school zone i need to really focus on what i'm doing today try it and see what happens i'd love to hear how that would <laughs> that would work for you um so drop us an email if you try that and see how it works i'm actually partially up to thinking about doing that in the room where we do school so that they might understand that because the room that we do school in which i'm actually going to give you guys a little bit of a tour on wednesday when you when i do my video it is a multi-purpose room we do a lot of stuff in there so I'm thinking I might have to just take some blue tape and, you know, put it around the area and say, okay, this is school zone. When you enter the zone, I need you to, you know, put your <laughs> thinking caps on and pay attention here. Uh, the, uh, I know now we can have an area that's free of distractions, but can we really get, you know, at home, can we get them completely free of distractions? You can try. Um, right. Mike, um, one of my students has siblings. And so what mm -hmm. she did was you could see the two siblings and they were facing back to back and I would see just my student and then the other two. Um, and prior to it, she would be, uh, the parent just kind of texted me and said, hey, from time to time, the student is gonna get up just to make sure their siblings is doing okay, which is okay because it was a little, real quick turn around and then you come right back. Um, That's good. Very That's good. free distractions. Um, mm -hmm. Another one is just make sure it's not loud. Um, yeah. That's why maybe another room instead of a kitchen um, mm -hmm. with free distractions, because then you can shut the door. Um, that's a lot of it. We know that the situation going on right now, teachers do, and I will say this from a teacher's point of view, we understand a lot. We understand that it's a lot on the parents and we appreciate what the parents are doing. Um, but we also understand the dynamics of the house that, hey, all of a sudden this is used to be where I used to relax. Now, all of a sudden I have to be professional in this class, like in this new environment now or this old environment, excuse me. So kind of keeping try to keep free of distractions um, with that suggestion, because it is kind of difficult. Headphones are the best <laughs> mm -hmm. headphones are the best so i have uh two different types so this type is not for the computer at all this is um you know if you have a kiddo with sensory processing and you use headphones like or autism or something and they use headphones in crowded areas to help them focus and to reduce the level of noise that's you know have them put these on every once in a while uh, we had, before I got this pair, I really, you know, this snug pair, I really, really do uh, recommend these. They actually are rated to cut down the dB level um, so that it is a lower volume of noise. You can get some of the ones that are just at a hardware store, but my kids, both of them actually had a pair of those last year and they would put them on every once in a while, you know, to try to drown out the other, their, their sibling, the other one. Um, but it wouldn't really work. I really think these would um, would 
help a lot if that is a concern. Um, I know my child uh, who's autistic, he, sirens get him. He will be taking a test and all of a sudden there's a siren. You know, he's not paying attention anymore. Um, but what we have done now, headphones for the lesson with a mic, that mm -hmm. is necessary. Um, Correct. We have tried over the last four years, we have tried several different pairs and this one is a more costly set um but it was worth it because curtis will say now i mean <laughs> this is kind of crazy <laughs> kelsey but he puts these on they have a microphone built into them what he will wear them even when he's not in a live lesson and he'll say mom these are so comfortable i, I love it take them off so it's really great. Uh, what brand is that? This is uh, their Avantri. Okay. Now we've put we've put links to all the things that we're talking about in the link in the show notes and below in the show description. So if you see something that you want to probably check out, go ahead and look at that um, and see if it's something that'll work for you. Uh, so yeah, making sure that, and, and sometimes it does help to have the microphone piece come around to the mm -hmm. mouth and you'll see a lot of different versions of that. Uh, we've just found that this particular set that we have, we actually use these, uh, to be honest, my husband and I use them every night. Um, when the kids have gone to bed, we put them on uh, with, and connect them to Bluetooth to our soundbar so that we can watch TV without oh, that's cool. it. That's cool. That's awesome. So, now what do you think about the uh, blue screen, the blue light glasses? So that is a new thing. Um, studies do show that there is a invisible blue light that comes off of the computer, cell phones, anything that's um, a visual technology, meaning it activates your brain constantly. That's why they say don't uh, watch TV or anything. Um, before bed because it does amp you up. So blue screen, what blue screen glasses do, and I do recommend them um, mm -hmm. for the main reason of they block that blue UV light or they dim it down a little bit. Mm -hmm. So the kids aren't amped after sitting in front of a computer all day doing schoolwork. They're able to, their brain is able to kind of shut down to be able to do other things and they're not, um, mm -hmm glued to it um i actually ordered my other pair they look super cool um i'm excited i actually ordered one because this is new to me um i will be honest with you um i not very big into technology and being in front of a computer screen all day and then answering my phone and video chatting all day i'm having a hard time stepping away i have become addicted and so that's why we uh, Jess and I decided to say, hey, try blue, blue screen glasses because hopefully that will knock down some of that addiction um, yeah. because your brain's like, ooh, this is awesome. This is wiring my brain. Um, kind of handle that a little bit so your child can visually it see it, tr shut it out, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, we actually um, just ordered. Uh, so Curtis doesn't have to wear glasses, so he's going to have his own set of glasses. And then we're going to try some clip-on things because Nicole and I have actual physical glasses. So we're going to try a clip-on to go on our glasses to see if that will help at all. One of the other things that I've seen is if you may have a setting, if your computer is newer, you may have a setting where you can turn it more towards the uh, nighttime setting to mm -hmm. where the screen is emitting more of a orangish yellow color mm -hmm. so you might try putting it over to that level to see if it will help a little bit too so I now like that you usually have motivational posters in your classroom right i do i do so we thought we'd ask you all what motivational posters or items might you have within your home classroom environment doesn't hurt to find something right mm -mm. um i'm going to show you kind of, now mine they may not be very motivational, but they're for a <laughs> laughing thing for us. So, and mind you, my kids got these for me for Mother's Day. So I have a name placard. <laughs> Chaos Coordinator, otherwise known as Mom. That would be me. I love it. Um, the other one, they found it at Hobby Lobby. The other one they got, uh, we all wish. I mean, you can put teacher in there. If at first you don't succeed, try doing it the way mom told you in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> um, I'll have to find something that's a little more motivational to hang up. Because <laughs> that's all I have right now. But then again, my room isn't, you know, it's, I mean, we have been in this house less than a year and that room is still not gelled. You'll see on Wednesday. Um, but, you know. Do whatever you can to find something that's motivational for your child so that they can keep going. And or hey, let the child just, pick it out. Oh, yeah. That's a great idea. So they have a say into their own environment. Because that's what I do um, inside the classroom. Um, I hang up. That's why we hang up a lot of their student work. Um, because it makes it feel like home. Um, I will tell you this. My kiddos came up um, with their hashtag. Their hashtag is family tree of cool kids. Um, so every time we ever say something really cool or they find that instead of doing snaps, they'll say hashtag family tree of cool kids. And so it just creates that environment, um, for them. And they feel like they have a say so within that environment and gives them that voice. Mm -hmm. That's great. That's great. Well, send us a picture of your, uh, school area on Facebook or on Instagram, tag us in it. Uh, let us know it sorry or send it to us at our email at info at myspectrumlife.com remember be cyber safe though don't be posting anything on facebook or tagging us on instagram that has your kiddo in it because we want to make sure and keep them safe but if you want to put a picture of your kid and send it to us in our secure email that's totally fine um that is your choice though totally up to you but be cyber safe um, in all of your posts. That's a remember and remind your kids to be cyber safe too. Um, where can they find us at, Kelsey? They can find us on facebook.com backsplash my spectrum life, instagram.com backsplash my spectrum life, twitter.com backsplash my spectrum life with the number one. And with all of those places, we'd love to hear from you, your comments, um, anything that you thought was really helpful for you tonight uh 
or from the podcast, go ahead and let us know in any one of those social media feeds. Now I have a question for y'all. Did you catch our short videos this week? I hope you did. I put out one on last Wednesday. Kelsey, you did yours, what, was it Friday that we put it out? Yes, Friday. Yes. Okay, so we're going to do that again this week. Yes. So we want you guys to make sure that you know when those videos are coming out. So on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe and hit that bell so you get the notification when those videos are coming out on Wednesday and Friday. Um, and make sure that you comment on them because we want to know that you've seen them. Give us a big like um, and let us know. Also, uh, don't forget to like and follow us on uh, or and subscribe on YouTube channel or a Facebook page or Instagram. We'd love to hear from you. We really want to hear from you. <laughs> and also, be sure and check our webpage, myspectrumlife.com, for those show notes, for any of those links, for anything that you thought was really cool. And always remember, with a lot of faith, love, and fidget toys, we're going to make it. Goodbye.